Well, Steven, all the news happened this week. Ah, I hate it. <laughs> news, it just keeps coming. Yeah. Like, uh, you know that song from Nixon in China by John Adams, where Nixon's all like, news. Uh, I don't know. Nixon in China is a thing? What's that? Nixon in China was an opera released in the mid-70s by modern composer John Adams, who has the name of the guy that you hate. <laughs> I don't hate John Adams anymore. Oh, you don't hate John Adams no, anymore? I like John Adams now. Okay. Now I hate but... <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. I'm reading a biography of Alexander Hamilton, and now I hate Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Fuck Hamilton. Yes. We can talk about uh, we can talk about Hamilton as we weave it naturalistically throughout the conversation of uh, the man. It's all about Donnie this week. Donnie did three things this week. Three do- uh, wonderful Donnie things this week, which were mm-hmm. the tax returns, the debate, and the getting of COVID. Yeah, it's almost like a rap rock opera. <laughs> oh man That's what it I... is almost like a rap rock opera we should write uh, a rack a rap rock opera about the presidency of donald trump i well you know in 40 years in fucking 2060 lin-manuel miranda will do like maybe trump wasn't so bad after all the musical yeah you know and he's gonna portray like a colorblind version of trump oh they're totally gonna yeah. Once we get the e- an even worse president in uh, 40 Yo, what years. got my wife Melania? They say I speak profania, but my son Baron, I'm a male Karen, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it writes itself. In 40 years, we won't even have the word male. That's what they're going to take from us. No, they're taking a legacy. <laughs> they're taking a dick legacy. They're going to take my, my dick rights away. <laughs> detachable penis (laughs) yeah what i was referring to before the john adams musical 1975 nixon's in china starts Mm -hmm. out with it's an opera but it's a modern opera so it sounds a little weird (laughs) sounds Mm -hmm. a little funky but it starts out with nixon going news (laughs) that's uh one of the pieces it's called news well, Thursday night, news. it's Thursday night, 2 a.m., I was up, uh, just having finished another failed campaign of Crusader Kings 3. I switched over to, to Twitter, and I saw the news. Donnie has COVID. And Donnie I, boy. I ran upstairs yelping, screaming, telling the news to my loved ones, trying to, I, you know, I, I almost did a Paul Revere's ride down, down my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it. Trump's got it. He's got it. We have to marshal the militias. Yeah. And march down to Walter Reed and rescue him. We must protect him. He is the precious man. <laughs> yeah. And now and now they're all they're all now there's just MAGA chuds lining the streets outside Walter Reed, ready to rush in at a moment's notice to all give him CPR. Oh my god. Oh my god. I really like the idea of factions of militia chuds like the warriors who mm. have been at odds for years but the the threatening of the life of their big boy has caused them to all come together and it's like ah uh, uh, the the Gaylord screamers uh the Traverse City Hawks <laughs> all these militia groups are coming together our leader has gotten the 5G disease. Yeah, we're the we're the Pennsylvania big gulps. Uh, we're here to make sure that Trump is able to continue on his mission 
to uh, drain the deep state swamp and rescue the children from the tunnels. Look, look here, you Pennsylvania guys. We're here from the Allensburg Belt Tighteners, <laughs> and we're here to really make peace with you. We've been at odds for years with you brothers, and we're here to worship our little guy. Well, he's our big guy. I didn't mean to say he was little. He's big. Yeah, the he's Texas, big in every way. The Texas truck nuts take exception to calling him your little guy. <laughs> uh, don't forget about the Oklahoma Sooner, boys. We'll see you in an instant. We're the gay ones. <laughs> uh, Matt, if there was a fucking gay militia, there must be a gay militia yeah, out there. Yeah, of course there is. There's probably a couple of gay militias. Maybe I should join a gay militia. Does uh, Canada have militia rights? Can you guys make militias? Or Can we? Or does the queen forbid it? I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like it's more of a militia if it's mm. illegal. Like, mm-hmm. that makes it even more. I bet the queen forbids it. <laughs> the queen will not have <laughs> dirty bearded militiamen in her commonwealth. Uh, well, we will not abide. Yeah, well, militias were, are part of our founding ethos. Mm-hmm. And we tried to get Canada to join, but you guys didn't want to. You said no. No, we like the queen. Mm-hmm. Queen's all right. Well, yeah. Taxes are fine. They pay for amenities. We liked our amenities. <laughs> it uh, paid for peace and various public services. Well, so we, um, we can't even... The whole debate, like, on by Thursday, the debate was just out of... It had been memory hold. Um, yeah. My very because it, that had happened on Wednesday. My on vi- Monday, the returns came out. Right, which, which was had, kind of a nothing burger. Yeah, because everyone, oh, it's proved what we already, what everyone already assumed, that he doesn't pay any taxes. And then the debates, which my conservative friend um, thought was a disaster for Trump, which I thought was very interesting. He was like, it's all over now. What was his commentary on why was it it a disaster? He didn't give me much commentary because he's overseas, so we have different hours, but he was just like, it's all over now. He fucked up. He was was, um, too much of a bully, I guess. And, And Biden you know had low expectations and exceeded his very low expectations by just sort of not shitting himself (laughs) it's amazing how far like biden has carried the if you lay into him too much you look mean that's like what sort of did kamala in too when she was running because she laid into him too much for really accurate shit Mm -hmm. she ended up looking mean (laughs) and is that a type of charisma where you just have that sort of like doddering old man? Even if your entire life you've been like fucking up, you're now just this. You've just absorbed this goodwill that is given to certain elderly people. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, I think you should play in on that. Um, I think I was thinking that from the beginning, that playing in on like the the grandfatherly guy type would be good um yeah and just try to make and bernie can't run on that because he's too put together yeah he's not a shambolic you know sundowning mess so you can't be oh you you're being too mean to bernie because bernie will just come at you with like fuck you 
Well, Bernie's been out there, uh, just announced this week that he's going to campaign for Biden more. Yeah, of course. People, he's friends with Biden. People are getting mad. There's also been this whole weird Twitter thing with, like, the post-left or the anti-left, like, feuding. Like who? Amy Therese? She, yeah, she's been feuding. Other people have been... There's, like, a big feud happening. Feud happening <laughs> on the left. <laughs> these guys. I don't... These guys can't get their shit together. I'm just kind of confused by and don't really care. They're like accusing. There's like lots, lots of like you're acting like a hypocrite. No, you're acting like a hypocrite. And um, they're not being materialist <laughs> enough. They're being too ideological. I just want to come in like Kramer, fellas. Can't you see you're crazy about each other? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know where this desire to constantly split hairs come from. It's just can't we just focus on the mission, which is uh, you know. Uh, housing for everyone and food for everyone right that's what we're trying to do right we're trying to like make life life marginally less horrifying um uh, like healthcare for well, everyone i guess the argument is that you're doing it in a way that's secretly making you an aris aristocracy and then you're gonna be the aristocracy yeah i think we need to stop I don't know, maybe, but yeah, I guess because wreckers did exist, because the CIA was always infra infiltrating socialist spaces, uh, the fallout of that is everyone's fucking paranoid about wreckers. Mm -hmm. They think, oh no, Amy Therese is a wrecker because she, like, gets a little too close to fash opinion Some Does she get too close to fash opinion sometimes? I don't think so. What the fuck is her deal? I don't, I don't know. What her, people... Why was she canceled from mainstream leftist um, discourse? Why? Well, from I mean, I know she was banned from Twitter for saying that she hoped Elizabeth Warren gets beaten in a race. And oh. so she got banned from Twitter for saying she hopes Elizabeth Warren gets beaten. Um, I thought she, I thought, she did uh, didn't she get banned for insulting Gwen Snyder, who is oh, also another well, odious is insane Twitter like, personality that I don't and, like, know? And like uses the word fascism like it's going out of style. Um, uh, people don't like Amy because... Um, She's very critical of the people who get too big for their britches on the left. And, like, I mean, I think she serves a good purpose. Um, uh, I, I think, think people also lump her in with, like, Red Scare. She's sort of. She's even more. The Red Scare girls are even less extreme. What's, uh, what's her deal? Is, like, people call her a Strasserite. People call her, like, a fash. A red fash type lady, I, I and they want to insult her. Extremely, like, militantly Marxist in terms of like in, in like beyond my comprehension. Like, I haven't read nearly as much theory, so I can't even understand a lot of the times what she's talking about. My impression was that she's like ultra class reductiony. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, probably a little, little too highbrow for the pod, you know? I a little too highbrow. Can't really yeah, understand no, what she's down saying. Low. Can't understand what she's saying. I think it's fine. You can say what you want. Uh, do, what, do whatever you want. She's, yeah, she's I think, Australian, so like, whatever. <laughs> I think we need to stop. Uh, I think we need to sort of get over the wrecker mentality. I think... When we guess, we should focus more on 
uh, we should focus more on our shared intents. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, the, the CIA is extremely obvious, and if <laughs> are they? I, I don't know. Maybe are. Amy Therese isn't up. No, I think they're very. I, but obvious. I think Chapo is probably. If anyone's an op, it's like someone like Chapa. Will Menneker, I don't know. They're just they're Cha-op-o. just rich they're just rich boys from New York. Yeah, they're not all rich boys. One's a rich boy from two three are rich boys. Okay. That so there's but there's only like three of them. No, there's five of them. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, everyone's fucking. But but, do you think who? Which of these? Uh, a lot of these podcasters come from bougie backgrounds. You yeah, know? I don't know. Hey, we just come a, from bougie backgrounds. Just, yes, but we're I'm, bougie. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a Marxist, so I don't really care. Uh, I don't really care. Um, I'm kind of a Marxist. No. I don't know. I just believe a more social entitlement. Um, I believe. Uh, I believe. I don't want to pay for rent anymore. They're, they're <laughs> just entertainers. Okay, they're like John Stewart. Yeah, I always found that uh, line of reasoning sort of disingenuous. Whenever, like, when Jon Stewart appeared on Crossfire, and he's like, the lead-in to my show is puppets that make crank calls, so I don't bear the same responsibility as you, Tucker Carlson. Right, well, Um, but I think at the time that was right, and now, um, and now because of the debasement of our culture... Yeah, it is not right, and and, and now uh, because the Daily Show spawned twenty five different news comedy information shows, yeah. let's let's count let's count all the Daily Show alum news comedy information shows that okay. happened. Uh, there's problem areas with Wyatt Cenac. The there's Larry the Wilmore, John Oliver show. The Larry Wilmore failure. The Larry Wilmore failure. The Samantha B ongoing failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Hassan Minaj. Uh, Hassan Minaj, Patriot. you're correct. He's another Is Daily Show Patriot alum. One? What's Patriot Act, it was uh, called. Uh, Jordan Klepper's The Opposition, Klepper. which was also Klepper. another fail show. Up to six. Uh, Colbert, I, Colbert's his own thing. I don't really count Colbert. Well, but the Colbert Rapport was... Yeah, I guess it was a spinoff, the Seven, which makes the current Late Night with Stephen Colbert, I'll count that too, is also spin-off a spinoff of The Daily Show spin-off because it's borrowed its format from The Daily Show now. Uh, Stephen Colbert has lost my respect. Why? For becoming just another milk toast centrist lib daddy? Yeah, and his jokes are bad. Yeah, his jokes aren't don't cut as hard now. He has he has not as good writers. Yeah, I also think um, he's just he was better in the Bush era. I, the character allowed him to say more extreme things. It's not that he, yeah, it's not that he was better in the Bush era, it's that he was better in character. Because when you're in character, when you're sort of inhabiting a larger-than-life figure, like a clown, you can get away with more stuff. Because you're sort of like, uh, you're sort of like this Borat-like innocent. You know, you don't know any better. So you can coax these crazy reactions out of people. Are you excited for Borat too? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, no. I think I'm a secret huge Sasha Baron Cohen head. Oh, wow. I like secretly think that everything he does is brilliant. <laughs> Even the 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 weird uh, like elephant cum thing. Yeah, <laughs> the Brothers Grimm thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie's hilarious. Well, I can't wait. I for love that movie. Another it ten years with of them Borat with voice. rockets up the asshole. Yeah. Ten more years of Borat voice. 
Uh, who gets dead? What doesn't Daniel Craig get HIV? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched it. Armenia has shelled ganja. Ganja? Yeah, ganja is a town in Azerbaijan. In Azerbaijan. Yeah. <laughs> That's no good. I've yeah. got a lot of Armenian friends posting. Yeah, the war there is getting worse and worse. I have a thread here. We could go over some of the big things, but um. Yeah, let's talk about that news. Fuck old Donnie boy. Let's talk about. The two countries that appear right at the beginning of the country list that nobody knows about. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this is day... We are on basically day eight uh, or of the war. Day yeah, eight yeah. of the um, of the most... Uh, it, it, does this war have a name yet? Is it just called the Armenia-Azerbaijan War it's of 2020? Just called, yeah, exactly. Um, yesterday, yeah. there was intense fighting with varying intensity across the front line. The... Armenian armed forces have had high losses. They've lost 230 tanks. They've lost That's... 250 <laughs> artillery and MLRs. They've lost 130 military vehicles, 38 air defense systems, 10 command and control centers, 7 armories, and 1 S-300 rocket artillery. That's a lot of what has Azerbaijan lost. Um, let me see if I can find a graphic for that. Um, but who are we rooting for? Are we rooting for somebody in this? Well, my so, Armenian friends are rooting for Armenia. I'm kind of rooting for Armenia, but Ar so it's weird. Armenia is supported by Russia, and Azerbaijan yeah. is supported by Turkey. Mm -hmm. Turkey has been doing brinksmanship all over town lately. They've been doing brinksmanship with Greece and with uh, a couple of other countries, and they are really supporting Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan is basically trying to take back territory that the Armenians have occupied that is I think technically the Azerbaijanis um, yeah. that Azerbaijan has a lot of drones and they've been using them to good effect and there's a lot of just videos coming out of drone warfare and it looks like it sucks to me because mm. you're just like where's Turkey getting all these drones Where are they making them <laughs> uh, this is top secret what do you uh, mean? Wait, George Soros. Hey, what? Why do you want to know? Huh? I, are you I don't from know. Uh, Israel? Do you want I... to know because you are from Israel? Look, Erdogan. <laughs> Look, Mister Erdogan. I don't like that you're spitting in my mouth constantly. It is the. It is actually called the Unibrow Gold Chain War of 2020. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh! Don't make fun of the caucuses with the cocks and the asses. Um. <laughs> I love Armenians. Armenians are. I have. I have. I came up with um, an Armenian drag queen the other day called Breezy Sarkeesian. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look at me. Interestingly, I'm Breezy Sarkeesian. So Look at my big fat Armenian nips. Both Armenia, big Armenian nips, and Azerbaijan have really well put together propaganda teams and they both have logos with like screaming different like tonal screaming eagle uh like sound effects when the logos come on like the project great. production teams are great so all the <coughs> youtube videos it's like this is an armenian piece of propaganda this is an azerbaijani piece of propaganda and the azerbaijan has put out a music video lately a piece of propaganda it's like a metal song and it has it's like a metal band dressed up at, in military gear playing metal with 
like guns and tanks and it's okay. awesome and just is, is it system of a down it's um it is not system of a down but system of a down i've heard is 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 currently gearing up to uh to ship out in the, <laughs> and to fight this this war uh and make their own their own are, what are they where's system of a down from are they Armenian? they're from la they're but they're all armenian oh boy yeah they gotta get over there and make it yeah make what a, is surge saying What's Serge saying about? Because he's usually pretty anti-war. Yeah. What is Serge? But all the Armenians I've been saying, I've I've been hearing about are like even if they're anti-war, like nah, we gotta fuck these Azerbaijani motherfuckers. I'm gonna. I just opened up. Uh, okay, so so the 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 region that is in question that the Azerbaijanis want to conquer is Artsakh, and so Artsakh. Serge Tankian of System of a Down says no one has ever conquered Artsakh. They are our Spartans. So this is um, this is an interview from two days ago that Tankian has given an interview. What um, does Serge? What does Serge think on the issue? So for he said the so quote unquote Tankian. Um, I think Azerbaijan and Turkey have different intentions in their aggression against Artsakh and Armenia. For Azerbaijan, uh, Azerbaijan, it's a matter of regime survival as they have a petro oligarchic corrupt government that is being challenged by their opposition who are mostly in jail and from the people. Doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Turkey's motivation is and has been for more than a century pan-Turanism. That is why they've committed the genocide against Armenians, Greeks, and Assyrians a century ago, and of course used our nations as scapegoats for their defeats during World War I. Okay. Eh, that's pretty accurate and nuanced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it is from the perspective of an Armenian. So you're on the uh, Azerbaijani side, I guess. Maybe I'll take the Azerbaijani side. Well, maybe maybe I'm on <laughs> the Armenian side. Uh, well, maybe we'll never figure it out. Well, maybe we got to fight over Artsakh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe and maybe this Zoom recording is Artsakh, and there it's our Spartans. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't. My guess is that so Serge is rooting for Armenia. It well, sounds of like. course he is. Yeah. Um, my guess he's is he's not that like saying this war is unjustified. This is going to be a bad war. It's going to go on for a while because everyone else is distracted. The United States has said almost nothing about it, other than like, "Hey, quit it." And Russia is basically backing Armenia, and. Um, Turkey's backing Azerbaijan, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it does not expand into some kind of because Turkey's in NATO, so NATO. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. We should probably just kick Turkey out of NATO. Yeah, just yeah, just get rid of Turkey. Why we? Why we are? We already got Muslim chums. We have nu- Saudis. We have, nu- we, have <laughs> we have nuclear weapons stationed in Turkey that are pointed at Russia. So we- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need the- that's why we need to make friends with china oh <laughs> uh, yeah well china just took out our president <laughs> the dick of mate with <laughs> the 5j wuhan <laughs> they just sent a weaponized wuhan virus at him they, right they took a nazi virus and they put it into a reformed nazi whose name was wuhan's <laughs> <laughs> Wuhan's clamor. <laughs> and they sent him. They sent him to Amy Amy Coney Bears, Amy Comey Bears. Uh, 
inauguration party, her garden party. That oh, that's the funny detail about Trump catching COVID is it was Amy Comey, a- a- Amy Comey Barrett is that her name? Yeah, I call her Amy Cloney Barrett. I call like her Amy COVID Barrett. She's like a clone. Yeah, clone she's lady. a Stepford wifey. She, yeah, she has millennial cadence. It's really odd. <laughs> I don't that's like funny. it. I don't like uh, it. An ultra Catholic millennial cadence. My um, with the debate and the this whole week, my conservative swing peaked and is rapidly descending. <laughs> Maybe that's an indication that Trump did fuck up because it's like all this. I I now am... why were you going? Because I've seen you like get into sort of conservative modes before where. Maybe out of like contrarianism or the yeah. fact that you yeah. see like is it is it pure contrarianism? I think kind of. I mean, I've described it before like a like a riding a wave of uh, <laughs> of of like of the news, just yeah. like seeing different things. But just that debate was horrifying, and was a real low point, and I just don't like. I still think it, like there's an, there are some good answers to be found with the with the Pope's encyclicals, so you should read those, especially yeah. the one that just came out. Very interesting. The Pope. I don't know if you saw any news, but in terms the of the like, Pope said, said stuff. Yeah, the Pope said some anti-capitalist stuff just yesterday. A yeah, bunch. the Pope. The Pope is uh, Francis is generally anti-capitalist. Still doesn't like abortion that much. Yeah, oh well, no. Well, but if we get rid of the capitalism, <laughs> then we will have enough. <laughs> then we will have enough resources such that the birth control is no need. Well, they you don't, can have babies; it get adopted by state. They, they Good orphan. They don't want no the birth, They don't want birth control. That's the that's my big problem with um, Catholicism is that it's anti-birth control. And I actually tried to make some arguments about um, why not support birth control as a lesser evil if you hate abortion that much and they're just really really uh believing that sex has to be for the purpose of procreation and you can't convince them otherwise yeah so i think it's why is that one stuck because is there anything in the bible what explicitly in the bible says that is it someone is it like onan spilling his seed on the ground it's a lot of it comes from like saint paul Hmm. and his letters to like the corinthians and uh, his letters to the like other like it's mostly saint paul nothing jesus said so yeah jesus didn't talk a lot about the dick no no he really did not speak much of the dick (laughs) <laughs> Jesus on the dick. <laughs> oh no, I've been crucified with dildos. <laughs> uh, look, that wasn't a crucifact. That was a crucifixion. But we're moving on. Trying to see if I can get more more updates. Um, the last the update... Amy Comey Barrett super spreader event. That's oh, yeah. amazing that it's very karmic, you know, yeah, because is. that is the sixth the the super packed super majority supreme court was like the conservative project for the last 30 years right yeah. they finally achieved it and at the event where it's you know they're all celebrating and it's finally happening for everyone they all get sick which is you know none no one will die probably but um you know 
at least it's ironic yeah. kind of it's not really ironic it's just coincidental they pretty much it seems vaguely it. karmic they pretty much deserve that for doing yeah that. especially like, a little suffering how many like i looked at that picture 150 people all together hard, like like maybe a, a quarter of them are wearing masks Mm-hmm. And they're all like grinning, like smug assholes. And that <laughs> at that point, I was like, "Fuck these guys." Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why can't we take play? Why? What's wrong with a little Schadenfreude? You know, I think that's the other, because that's the other thing that I've been seeing is people chastising uh, people for saying that it's funny that Trump got it. Mm. Not that like I get it if you're saying I hope he dies. You can make more of an argument that that is unhelpful i don't care about that either like i don't care if people hopes he dies because he's killed so many people with his uh, negligence you know uh, and his callousness and utter disregard for human life i don't think you know we're gonna save trump i don't think we're gonna you know pray so hard that he's gonna be a changed man yeah. i don't think we're gonna aaron sorkin reason him out of his trumpiness i mean i don't think that's my only argument is that I, for the stability of the country i hope he doesn't die but the moment he's not president I don't care what happens to him. Yep. Um, mm. But, you know, so. may, maybe if I was more... Because I'm not confident in our government's stability. And Well, so. what do you think would happen if he died such to threaten well, then, the very stability? The Like, uh, we were talking pre-show about the militia rise up. Yeah, you could see... you Because there's so many crazy people out there who think this is a hoax. And that there's a deep state that is trying like literally waging a war against trump and so Mm -hmm. if there's people who think it's a a hoax and that the deep state killed him like this it's like there's actually the cia that they injected him with um 5g liquid (laughs) then that would just create more social instability and i want less of that um i really want a civil service where everyone has to go do hard labor. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Thomas Sankara. <laughs> it's we. It all comes back to Burkina Faso. We all need have the to lazy worker tribunal. Just go do work with our hands and quit. And also, I also would really like to turn off the internet. Okay, so are you? You're just full Kaczynski here. Yeah. Full Kaczynski. And you're start mailing people um, cheese whiz bombs. Just explodes you with cheese. Product. Oh, no. It's too much cheese. It'd be funny if like someone's allergic to cheese whiz. Oh, Vinny. Oh, no. <laughs> he was allergic. You monster. You knew. <laughs> oh. Uh, I met a person recently who said that the only thing they've ever read that they fully agreed with is Ted Kaczynski's Industrial Society and its future. Nice. Um, which is, yeah, I guess violent Walden is... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Walden, but with bombs. Uh, I don't know. I'm not very... I'm not an eco-anarchist or an anarcho-primitivist or an eco-fascist or anything like that because I think that, you know, living in one with nature is... Um, I mean, it's obviously it's obviously relevant because yeah. we are burning ourselves out in a uh, global warming catastrophe. Well, did you see um, the, uh, the octopus uh, movie on Netflix? 
<laughs> what? The, uh, the, my, the, uh, my teacher, the octopus. Oh, the lady that fucks an octopus? It's not a lady, it's a dude. It's a dude that fucks an octopus? He doesn't fuck it, he just thinks about it. Okay. <laughs> he's all That's about, not so bad. He's all about how we are not just observers of nature, we are, in fact, participants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I've, an octopus could jack you off so good with his suckers, man. Yeah. You, you got a blow job. You ever got an oct job? Octo job. Got an octa job. <laughs> I just want to go back to when I was nine and I saw GoldenEye 64 for the first time. <coughs> I just want to go live in that time. You want to live in GoldenEye? You want to be a blocky guy? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be a low poly blocky guy just stumbling around a facility. I just remember the uh, the dam mission. If you do, if you do the dam mission in exactly three minutes, you unlock something. And I was just remember one night where my friend was doing the dam mission over and over again, and being like two fifty nine, three oh one, fuck, god damn it, <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, mm, yeah, repetition so makes a fool out of violent Waldener. Uh, I mean. Yeah, Violent Walden, Anti-Masker throws tantrum, I want my sandwich, assaults bag of sun chips at Subway. Violent Walden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the eco-fascist uh, ethos, is, is Walden but violent. Mm. Uh, let's live it with nature with our guns. It's sort of the militia thing, too. It's, you know, we have gone out of step with nature and we need to reclaim our... Uh, association with it by enacting violence on those who would tear us apart from it. And everyone has, like, their own version of what getting back to nature is, you know. Hippies got their own version of getting back to nature, but the Duck Dynasty-looking militiamen mm. have their own version yeah. of that, too. As a, as a milk-toast white boy, I walk around the suburbs. <laughs> and I, I breathe deeply in a mixture of oak leaf and distant freeway fumes. <laughs> how are you getting back to nature That's how a, are we getting back to nature i did go let's get a, sublimated i did go on a walk in nature it was nice um i think it was nice uh now it's cold here in michigan is it cold it's probably cold in uh oh it's cold in it's toronto probably cold as well. up there yeah it's cold up there it's real it's getting yeah. real it's getting to be fall there. Uh, it's already fall. We passed the equinox. I hope we have a really snowy winter. I hope uh, that we have a really uh, big fucking apocalypse and we all die mm. and we can all stop this charade. 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 The, wor the world is a charade and I hope an asteroid hits. <laughs> I am so aggrieved. I'm Baudelaire. <laughs> nah, world's okay. I mean, the reason why we're so distressed about Trump, right, is because the world is good and it's worth fighting for, which is why we're sad this guy is fucking it up, right? So it's like if you're distressed about something that you feel is negative, sort of by virtue of that, you can't really be a doomer. Otherwise, you wouldn't be that distressed about it. But... I don't know. I, I I know I haven't descended into nihilism because I still feel there's a way to fix this shit, even if it is seems impossible. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, that is the, the falsity of hope. It's not that something good will happen. It's that something good can happen. Yes. I think that's a maybe more realistic version of what people call hope. We don't have to be doomers, I don't think. Yeah. Don't be doomers. It's okay. It's okay to believe it, that it can be fine. I think you actually sort of have to start from there in order to have a coherent political philosophy. Because if you don't believe things can be fine, then, you know... And, you know, we joke about being Calvinists on, on this show a lot, but I think... You know, the, the inner the inner uh, conflict of Calvinism is that if you know there's only a certain amount of people getting to heaven and that you're already fated to heaven or hell no matter what you do, then a lot of people would take that as inherently demotivating. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think, you know, in order to you know have any sort of political philosophy where you believe you can change things, you have to start with... Uh, one, the notion of free will. Sorry, fellas. I believe in fate essentially too, but I believe in order to get things done, you have to trick yourself into believing in free will. Because if you don't, then you just sort of let everything wash over you. Yeah. Unless you're like, unless you like have the weird John Brown perception of fate, you know, and he was like a Calvinist hardcore. And his perception of fate was, I was always going to be this guy, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. why I'm doing it, because I was always going to be it. New show coming out. Is it out yet? The Good Lord Bird? Is it out, or is it not yet out? Is it a John Brown show? You didn't know? No, I didn't know. Ethan Hawke is in The Good Lord Bird. Ethan Hawke playing John Brown? Yeah, it's going to be a good show. That's pretty good casting. It's probably going to be say. pretty violent. Okay. So don't watch it. Uh, John Brown's life was pretty violent. Don't watch it with your loved ones. <laughs> Because you could, they gotta uh, learn about John Brown. My favorite John Brown story was when, like, his son was caught stealing mm. figs or something like that. His son, like Salmon, his name was like Salmon Brown or something, right? Uh, and John <laughs> Brown whipped him like a couple of times to be like, "This is your punishment for stealing figs." And then after the whippings were done, John Brown took off his shirt and exposed his back to his kid and was like, now do it twice over to me. Yeah. We shall share the pain. <laughs> and I think that's, that's yeah. just really well, cool. I mean, it, that's kind of cool, but it also makes me not, not so angry at the way I was taught about John Brown in Texas, which was like, he was a crazy man and you can just ignore him. Well, you can't <laughs> ignore him. He's very, he was, he may have been crazy, he was crazy. but he was one of the most relevant hit figures in American history. Oh, yeah. he. Uh, if any single person was responsible for the Civil War, it was kind of him. Yep. Uh, Raid on Harper's Ferry cannot be overstated what an incredible event that was. Made everyone in the South flip out. They were like, he was like ISIS. They were like, yeah. he's coming to raid us. He was like Osama and bin Laden to them. Yeah, and sort of like he's an argument for accelerationism in a way. Mm. That's why I voted for Biden. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> why I wrote in John Brown on my on my ballot. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a proud Biden voter now. Yeah, I did it. I can publicly give it to me, Daddy. Can, give it to me, I Jen can come, Kirkman. Come out and say it, because um, I don't care about socialism that much to uh fuck for, to fuck over uh the people trying to live here from other countries to vote for trump so 
are you a proud Biden voter or sure. just a yeah. not a reluctant Biden voter? I would say I am a I'm not I'm like proud. I don't have a sign up, but <laughs> I, you know. Well, yeah, because if you're a proud Biden voter, I get if you're like just not bothered about it. But being yeah, like I'm a not, Biden guy, I'm, not I'm like all Biden in for guy. Joe. No. He's the guy. No. He's my guy. You know, that that's a little perverse. No, he's going to put in he's going to have a cabinet with uh, people who want to do warmongering and not going to do health care and it's going to not going to be great but i'm assuming he won't do child separation policies at the border yeah there's too much heat on him for that even though obama did that i think like you can't you got to fix that now yeah obama didn't I mean, do it as bad no he didn't do it as bad but he did it you know um whereas biden won't be able to do it at all yeah is the thing because there's just too much attention on it now. And, you know, I waited, Which is, you know, I waited until maybe the first why debate. Trump was kind of good. <laughs> no, there's no. nothing really good no, about no, Trump. There's nothing good about Trump. He didn't his his immense fuck ups. Even though, yes, they shed light on the inherent uh, travesty of the American political system uh, and the fact that uh, the two party system always leads to someone like this. Yeah. Is there is there a precedent for Trump? Would you say that Reagan is a precedent for Trump? Sure, definitely. Yep. Or that, yeah, because he's. Reagan's although just I guess some you know Reagan actor. was a governor. He's but, just yeah. some actor, though. I mean, yeah, sure, he was a governor, but before that, he was just some actor. But Trump is like this distorted version of Reagan. You know, he's like this, because Reagan was all about the promise of the America and that America. There is actually a lot of, like, fatalistic speech in Reagan's talk as well, where he talks about we are the inheritors of the world and it is our job to better it. You know, there there are a few times in history that have been totally free and America's uh, privileged to have had many of those moments in history. You know, stu he said stuff like that, which, you know, harkens to this idea of manifest destiny and this idea that we are to inherit everything that is set forth in front of us the which sort of uh you know leads to that cancerous take everything in front of me attitude of modern corporate oligarchy and mm. um if reagan was the beginning of that attitude in the freedman inspired 80s economic realm then trump is the sort of logical end to it and we're yeah. seeing what we're seeing is that from like the 1980 to present, the neoliberal consensus Fukuyama era, one might call it, that it will be very apparent that this is that is a very significant portion of time where an economic experiment was tried out and it led to this parodic, uh, twisted version of it in the face of Donald Trump. I don't get why we're not having anybody winning who's trying to actually improve the country it's kind of crazy like like there's no one campaigning on infrastructure and no one really like roads are boring I guess trump was campaigning on it he, he did and then he just didn't deliver no well trump campaigned on all, all the popular <sighs> stuff i mean the one thing that he did do quash tpp did it for I, the wrong I reasons guess, but yeah he, yeah, and his uh, trade war with China is is sort of okay. Yeah, for the wrong yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. it, if we can get some more American <laughs> manufacturing, that would be. Good. I mean, that's what's always. I that's been my crank position is that 
um, is that, yes, the majority of Trump's supporters are exurban small business tyrants who are upper middle class and, you know, even college educated. Uh, but there's just that belt of Midwestern people that will continue voting for him to spite the elite class of Democrats and Republicans who just gutted the entire way of life for thousands yeah. and thousands of people in the Midwest. It was fucked up. I hate that. Yeah. We've got to make the stuff here because the people have the jobs of making it. And when you make something, you feel good. You feel well, good I think there's also just something. geographically, you make stuff here so that it it's less environmentally damaging yep. to ship. Of course, yep. There's a lot of good extern positive externalities to making the stuff here. Of course, we yeah, have a little bit local more local manufacturing, a little bit more air pollution here as opposed to in China, where there's a ma- mega air pollution, as Trump would say. We gotta it's have big, the most, bigly air pollution. We have the most crystal clean air and water. You won't Crys- even believe crystal it. Crystal clean air. You won't even Look believe it. crystal clean air. Mm. That was a great moment during the debate yeah. when Trump's environmental policies was talking about the purest air, like he's selling a bottle of Dasani to uh, you. I kiss the air that I breathe. Oh my God! Did you see his hospital room at Walter Reed? Uh, I, I saw some <laughs> some pics. I think. It's very gaudy. It's very funny to have a gaudy hospital yeah. room. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, man, your IV. You have a gold IV. Uh, and right now, like, everyone in the media is like, they won't tell us what ha- what is actually happening. This, this, and Chris Hayes was like, this has a very Soviet feel to it. Like, mm. Yeah, a lot of people are deliberating about whether Trump is faking COVID or not. Uh, but I think, given how many people have COVID from that, are all of them faking mm-hmm. it, you think? That would be funny. Is Kellyanne faking it? Look, fellas, we're at the Amy Comey Barrett event. You know, we're not going to win this one. We all have to pretend we have the disease. <laughs> this yeah. conspiracy. Well, I mean, we'll see. It would be pretty crazy to me if he got so sick that, like... You know, he died. That would be fucking crazy. I mean, the thing is, Trump, I don't think he's going to die just because it's like they got the good secret medicine for presidents yeah. and shit. You know, that's why they all live in their to their fucking hundreds. Well, that's you what know? I was thinking. But Trump, he's been eating Big Macs and filet fish every day for four years. So. I, he is in the most vulnerable demographic to die. Fat. So Old that fatties. Being, oh, old, old fatties, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, our old fatties, they're going away. Our most critical resource of old fatties is in danger. It must be a weapon from China. Protect the Harold Blooms of the world. This is revenge for the opium wars. <laughs> they have developed a virus to target our old fatties. <laughs> it's in... It's in oh, I wish, I'm not going to do a Chinese accent, but... <laughs> no, yeah, don't do a Chinese accent. <laughs> We found yeah, out unless you can do we, it like Russell Peters. We good. found out their weakness, General Xi. <laughs> They're all old and fat, General Xi. <laughs> we found out their weakness, General Xi. <laughs> or just do, just do. Here's my Chinese accent. Well, we found out their weakness, General Xi, and we're gonna invite. You know, let's steal some organs from the Falun Gong. That was. <laughs> 
No, that's not that's not really. I mean, the Falun Gong thing that's complicated because they're kind of a cult too. So, mm. well, apparently eh. they're CIA. Falun Gong is CIA. Yeah. You're saying? Yeah, apparently that's a, that's an op. That that yes. Apparently, let me let me get some backup. Uh, Google. Let's get some backup information. Google, Google, Google. Do the young Jamie joke a thousand times. Uh, just with Joe Rogan. I was listening Rogan's to the system. Joe Rogan show with Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon, he's uh, the the gay fat comedian. Yeah, who's very non stereotypically gay. Yeah, he, and that figures into his act. I anticipate. Yeah, he's like, oh, I like sucking dick. That's I that's sucking him. dick is great. Yeah. Hey. Hey, who loves who loves penis? It's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I saw some posts on Twitter about it because people were mad about it because they kept using uh, the word tranny, Ooh. which is it's pretty bad. You shouldn't say that word. That word, it's a that's a cancelable offense. Uh, Spotify employees going on strike because spot of because of rogan yeah they're, they're threatening to if spotify doesn't start to censor rogan there's this they're it's so funny that go he moved strike. to texas for more freedom and then he went oh and you know can i have my big corporate money now mm-hmm. so i'll make a bunch of changes to my format right. his subreddit is freaking out it's like joe sold out man yep big fucking pussy spotify they're gonna censor all this stuff can't say training anymore <laughs> fucking bullshit they're trying what to, a bunch of losers trying to take our best words <laughs> that's our word we invented it yeah. to make fun of you <laughs> i can't say just come up with a new offensive word then uh yeah call them call them more goons yeah <laughs> you can find come up with a new slur be inventive yeah, yeah that's what you that's what we should have we should have a slur draft <laughs> where some people just create various new slurs yeah. and people can draft them yeah, the, the uh, conservatives are one year away from a slur draft. <laughs> it's like, well, we ran out of slurs, and now they took all our slurs, and we get censored on Twitter. Um, so we're, we're getting all of our college boys on it, too. <laughs> They're coming up with new slurs at the speed of a bunch of Jews. Well, I'm a, See, that's an old slur. That's not even a slur. I, that's just what they are. I got my doctorate at the University of Virginia in the department slur department, you see. I'm a slur doctor. <laughs> I know many slurs. I know Asian slurs. I know Polynesian slurs. I know slurs for West, East, North, and South Africa. You won't believe how many slurs there are. The word slur actually comes from the way Southern people would say the word slave. So saying the word slur is in fact a slur. (laughs) What you may not know about slurs is that they were used by the ancient pharaohs in order to give respect. To their slurs. How do you think those, by which I mean slurs? How do you think those pyramids were built? It was just a bunch of slurs. So really, the slur is part of our international history, and we should not discard it. Which is why I, Robert H. Preston, of the Dep- University of Virginia Department of Slurology, Jefferson, Nathan, say that the new Bedford, slur for 2021 Beauregard. is frump. From <laughs> so de Blasio's closing parts of New York City down because the second wave is coming. Hey, the bungalow, he's bungling again. Yeah, he's he's Mr. Bungle. We all need to pray for New York again, even more. You gotta harder. pray for the health of New York. Uh, do you think they're gonna start doing the cheers, uh, the cheering at 7 p.m. again, or are they all cheering? I really about? fucking hope not. That sucked. Ooh, I thought it was beautiful. 
I could. Uh, I don't like people struggling against their own helplessness. You know, mm. that's that's uh, mm. that's the that the sound of the cheering was that to me. It was like a, a fly with its wings removed, just struggling. That's what it sounded Jeff like. Jeff Goldblum, you say? Mm-hmm. Can you do a Jeff Goldblum? It's hard. Can I do a Jeff Goldblum accent? No, mm. I can't do a Jeff Goldblum accent. I'm trying to think uh, of, on come down. Think about do fly one. is what's a good what's a good Jeff Goldblum line? <laughs> uh, Gina Davis, I really want to fuck you. <laughs> I can't do a Jeff Goldblum. What was I doing there? I was doing. No, I was doing a Nicolas Cage again. Think about a Nicolas Cage. You're saying it's too hot. Uh, That's a bad Nicolas Cage. I can only do a few impressions, and they're all terrible. Yeah, I can't do any, really. It's okay. I was trying to do an obscure impression. I can kind of do... You know you, you know who I can kind of do? I can do Jay Baruchel pretty good. And do a, do a funny Jay Baruchel impression. That's where I am at. Is it do a, you, you have to sound really nerdy in your voice. You have to sound like a real fucking nerd. And that's how you can talk like Jay motherfucking end of the world goon Baruchel. <laughs> Ooh, Trump put out a new video. Trump put out a new a new yeah. COVID video? Yeah. Does he have tubes in his face? Is no. it an AI Trump? He's looking good. Looking strong. He's looking strong. He's got He's too thanking, much meat on him for the He's COVID thanking to the take nurses root. and the doctors. That's good. Do 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 He's thanking the great patriots. This is the Trump has COVID and it's escalating music. It's in his body. Transforming him into the He says he's gonna do a surprise visit to the protesters outside. He says he's gonna go outside and do a surprise visit to the protesters. No, not I, I they're not protesting him. They're they're supporting him. Some of them are. I, I mean, gonna, the ones that he's gonna go uh, kiss all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does it say that? He just said it. He said he's gonna kiss all the protesters. No, he, well, he didn't say he's gonna kiss them. He's gonna go out and no, they're not protesters. They're supporters. Oh, uh, he's gonna. Uh, yeah, his supporters are lining the streets with a mask. Oh, hopefully not. It's a oh death, my God. They're in a death cult now, and they're trapped in the death cult, and now they are taking his his uh, air in. And one well, I was just standing here, men and trapped in a death cult. When Trump dies, they will got eat, up his, in an orange eat his man. body. I, b- I believe that they will eat his body when he dies. Yes. Yes. To gain his power. Yes. To be saved from the sins of this world. They will yeah. Eat his body. And then they'll become Trump Wendigos. <laughs> I could go for and some fast food, you know, some Popeyes. Some po- so get a Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah, but I'm not gonna get a Popeyes chicken sandwich. I'm not gonna chicky chicky. Just, just, just eat those little crusty little bits. Chicky sandy. Just have them red beans and gravy, mm. just trickling down your lips. Oh, they make it so good with such grease everywhere, and it's also halal. And you know we need more halal food in stores. There is Not some, the shrimp. Uh, the shrimp isn't halal. Some local news in Michigan. The Michigan Supreme Court overturned the right of the governor to have a continuous state of emergency. Whoa. Which means that she's not going to be able to enforce a mask mandate anymore. That's bad. Yep. Or good. It's bad. Or bad. I think it's kind of bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Constitution. The Constitution's okay. Constitution. But you know what's really good? Yeah. Living. The Constitution does not <laughs> take into account pandemics. And they need, we I, need a pandemic <laughs> amendment where we're like, the president can make everyone wear a mask when there's a pandemic. Well, yeah, well, because back in the day, just like a disease wiping 10% of the population out was normal. It that was, was normal. Just, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. And they were like, there's nothing. All you can do is move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why they had so many babies, you know? Oh, boy. Got to keep pumping them out. The yellow fever epidemic of Philadelphia in 1793 fucked Philadelphia up. Like, at the time, they reached 100 people dying a day, which is it's insane. too many people. It's that for the population of Philadelphia, which at the time was, I believe, 40,000. Yeah. An insane rate of death. Everyone had to leave. And they didn't yeah. know what was causing it. I mean, to be fair, 100 people die in Philadelphia every day because they commit suicide over the Eagles. Yeah. So uh, I think oh, it's fine. Epic burn. Take that, Philly. You're a secondary city. Let's see if they even, even won today. Congratulations, Philly. You can feel better about being better than Cleveland. Great. <laughs> oh, the Eagles are playing the 49ers tonight at 820. Yay, 820. The see the the sixty niners. The NFL they is call so them. stupid. That's very annoying to me that it's happening. What football? Yeah, because it's it's just. Is it spreading. are people attending the games? No, I, in some places, yes, but like that's see, that's the, a bad in idea. The, the Cowboys Stadium, yes, they allow people to go. Oh man, that's too snow. And in Georgia, no they let people go. Now. In Florida, they let people. Florida is all no more restrictions at all in Florida. Everything's open in Florida. That, I mean, that is the... It's the ethos of conservatism, or at least the version of conservatism that took root in the Fukuyama era, yeah. which was like, short-term gains are the best. Short-term gains are the motherfucking jam. That's like what supply-side economics was all about. It's like, everyone will think our economy's doing super well if we just put all the interest rates down to zero and everyone buys a lot of shit right now. Yeah. And then, look, our economy's doing super well. And then it all falls apart 20 years later. Yeah, we're going to have a big crash. I don't know when yeah. it's going to be. I don't know how long they can string this along. This sucks, though. Yeah, I mean, without a full-on, you know, New Deal-type crazy relief thing uh which you know i don't know maybe maybe if biden wins maybe that's the thing i don't think maybe happen. he will actually i think what we're like gonna it. have is uh it's austerity i think we're gonna have high taxes uh no that spending. would destroy the country yeah. yeah we're gonna have some austerity but that's okay people are so averse to uh, just a little socialism just print more money it's fine <laughs> <laughs> we are printing money, just not using All it of you fucking Friedman that. nerds who talk about stagflation. Well, we're going to have inflation now. Uh, the Fed wants to uh, let inflation run wild now. Because their interest rates are down so low, they can't. They don't have anything left to do. Yep. Uh, yeah. Negative interest rates. Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> They'll pay you. Mm-hmm. Basically. Um, here's what we all have to do. Is, um, here's the secret. Here's the house of decline, secret for the world, it, and it's Walden but violent. Mm. We we come back again to Walden but violent. You go out in the fucking woods, 
cabin. Get your guns. Ignore this shit. If they knock on your door, use your guns. If it's the cops in Louisville, you're going to get busted. And there's nothing you can do about it. They'll shoot your girlfriend in your sleep. But that's just do. Walden but violent. That's the house of decline secret. This house is a decline bullet. What's going on in Louisville? Has there only been, I guess, the protests have kind of... Have they? I don't think they've died down. It's just been dashed out of the news cycle because the three Trump things we mentioned happened. Let me see. Let me look for Louisville protests. Louisville protests. Yeah, I'm sure that city's still on fucking fire. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, the last news is from two days ago. There's a there's like there's a reset. There's been a, generally the protests go in waves. Like they 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 flare up and then they have like a time. They have to rest and reset. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're in a rest and reset. Mm-hmm. Just the past couple of days, because all the news is from the last news was two two days ago, and. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, who knows? The real shit is going to happen when they uh, let uh, Derek show Chauvin off, because they probably are. Yeah, that'll be crazy. That's going to suck. They already burnt down a police precinct in Minnesota. Yeah. What are they going to do when he gets up? Uh, they've just been, like, building the biggest pipe bomb. That would be cool. Building the biggest tennis ball bomb. <laughs> Oh, that's that stupid thing where you put the match heads in it. Do you remember that? Yeah, we've all read the we all read the anarchist cookbook. We it, all read that shit it, thinking we were so cool. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh yeah, all you need is uh all you need is fire. <laughs> just manufacture fire. Uh just uh uh, get axe body spray and a lighter. That's all you need to make an incendiary weapon. Uh, well, at least the cowboys are losing still. The one, Fuck them. The one thing. Fuck the COVID boys. The one the thing COVID in my boys. life that has never changed is that the Dallas Cowboys are bad at football. No, you lived through the Aikman years. Well, I guess Aikman you just don't years remember were when I was like three, four, five. Yeah. So I was not. Yeah. I was not cognizant. I was I was learning to ride a tricycle and doing stupid shit. Like but that. it was our boy Troy, <laughs> our boy Troy. He had a big square jaw. He looked like an action figure of a football player of a man. Uh, yeah. And he was referenced as being perfect and big dicked on King of the Hill. In a way, he was sort of his era's uh, what, what's he called? Tom Brady. Is sort of. He was to Texas what Tom Brady is for I'm, New England. The funny thing about Tom Brady is that now he's. I think he's going to win the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It would be That's very funny. funny. Uh, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It sounds like the gayest football team imaginable. Yeah, they we're are. the we're the Buccaneers. They they wanna, <laughs> if you like a night of bucking, you'll love the Buccaneers. They get right to bucking on the first date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Mother Bucker, we call him. More like a father bucker. I notice father fucker is not used as much, but I feel it's worse. It sounds worse. <laughs> you father fucker. Father fucker. Father fucker. You fucked your father. Uh, uncle fucker, aunt fucker, cousin fucker. Uh, great aunt, first removed fucker, grandfather fucker, grandmother fucker. You don't hear grandmother. You <laughs> grandmother fucker. You, <laughs> you great grandmother fucker. 
No. Uh, what are other it. human familial relations? You step motherfucker, step brother fucker, uh, half brother fucker. <laughs> we have half brothers. Are there half mothers? Godmother, godmother fucker. Hmm. Godmother fuckers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and of course, son fuckers and daughter fuckers. We had mm-hmm. we didn't get to the kids yet. No. That one's oh okay. You daughter so, yes. fucker. Trump has was uh is waving, he's uh, waving to the supporters. They they put him in an Yay. SUV and they're driving him down and he's waving at all the supporters from the SUV. He's wearing a mask. There's some um, Secret Service people in there with N95s looking pissed that they're in a car <laughs> with someone who has COVID. Um, that sucks. Wow. <laughs> oh man can you imagine would it be funny if the secret service people died because they just had like a sensitivity to it or something yeah, like that they're, they're probably the secret service guys probably will get it now and that sucks mm-hmm. for them oh, it wow. doesn't suck that hard yes it does the secret, no. yes, the secret service guys don't I get feel to compassion for no man they don't get to choose who the president is so, What'd you say? Who a, said that? I said that the Secret Service guys don't get to choose who their president is, and they gotta protect him. Uh, I think the Secret Service guys are all pretty much long had a uh, Republican douchebags. Well, yeah, duh, because those are the best diseases. guys at protecting the the president. That's who. If I was the president, <laughs> I would want the long headed Republican guys to be the Secret Service because they're like, I'm doing an Mr. President. Down. Yeah. I would want I would want Richard Jules, but muscular. I would like to smoke a Richard Jewel. I mean, vape a Richard Jewel, which would taste like bubble gum and cloves. Yeah, I'd like to drink about a thousand beers. Actually, what I what I want was ice cream with heroin in it. That's what I want. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> be so laudanum awesome. ice cream, laudanum. What kind of ice cream is this? Oh, heroin. Excellent. Heroin ice cream. Actually, uh, well, no. Opium tastes too flowery to be a good. Oh, that might be good. Heroin flavor. Opium, opium flavor. Opium sorbet. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good chopped. <laughs> we have taro root, uh, uh, chicken thighs, celery, and opium. Do your best, chefs. Yeah, I'm sober Cooking now. with opium. I'm just sober now. You're a sober just boy. A sober you're just boy. like you're just like Tyler the Creator. You're straight edge. You're just like who else is straight edge? I don't respect straight edge people. I'm just straight up telling you, I don't respect you anymore. Mm. According to Reuters, cruise ships are being dismantled for scrap after pandemic sinks the industry. Whoa! Nice pun. Let's get some let's get some cruise ship bathtubs. Yeah. Let's buy our own uh, decommissioned cruise ship, dock it in Ann Arbor in Michigan in Lake Michigan. Just take it and down just the have Erie Canal. A, yeah. And just have uh like uh, we need to revive steamboat gambling. Yeah. Clearly. Riverboat gambling. We're going to become riverboat gamblers. I'd like to go back to Mark Twain times. Uh, would you though? Yeah, I would. A lot of pollution. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'd reveal myself as a Jew too quickly. I'd be going. Yeah, I'd, I'd just that. walk into a room full of old, old, old Southern people, old Charleston dandies, well, and be go- like, "Hello, everybody. How are you?" <laughs> well, don't Mark Twain times doesn't mean you have to go to the South. I'm not talking like, 
William Faulkner times. Just go to the north if you're a Jew in the Mark Twain times. It was bad for them. It was bad for the Jews pretty much up until after World War II. And not in New York. Yeah, yeah, New not York. New what are you York. talking? Yeah, no, New York. Not in New York. What are you? They talking didn't have about? no infrastructure. You, they what, didn't have no powerful what you, infrastructure. What do you mean? What are you talking about? It was bad for them. What about the Diamond District? There's the, what you, there, there, there wasn't. There was no about, significant Diamond District in the, New York. <laughs> what about all those diamonds you guys have? Look, <laughs> the thing is, Hitler punched the Jews so hard he made us white. You know, that's Damn. like how hard he punched the Jews. Have you ever been punched so hard you became white? Yes, I have. Yeah, by a black. It happened to you in the womb. Person on the bus once. <laughs> it happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, whoa, that's a loaded situation. Um, I guess it's fine. Jews in the time uh, of Mark. That Twain. was uh. <laughs> Looking up Jews. Wasn't that like a Mark, thing in a Mark in an Twain odd future video? Here Mark Twain and the Jews? Mm-hmm. I found an article. What did he think about the I old Jews? an article on jewishvirtuallibrary.org. Twain, oh, wow. Twain defended Jews, African Americans, and Indians against prejudice. Great. In his youth, Twain held the same negative stereotypes of Jews that his neighbors embraced, that they were all acquisitive, cowardly, and clannish. Hannibal, Missouri, his hometown, had only one Jewish family, the Levi's, and Twain joined in hazing the, lung, the, the young Levi's sons. Oh, no. In 1857, Twain wrote a humorous but uncomplimentary newspaper article about Jewish coal dealers for a Keokuk, <laughs> Iowa newspaper. Great. But Twain seemed to have a change of heart about Jews around the time of the Civil War. He confided <laughs> to his daughter Susie that the Jews seemed to him a race to be much respected. They had suffered much and had been greatly persecuted, so to ridicule or make fun of them seemed to be like attacking a man when he was already down. And of course, (laughs) that took away whatever was funny in the ridicule of a Jew. So, uh, this is a crazy article. Don't punch down is what he said. Yeah, saying don't punch down. Mark Twain, woke Twain, woke bay. Talk about my woke bay, Mark Twain. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah i'm sure there were lots of people that were fine with the jews i'm sure ulysses s grant was fine with the jews well do you want me to go on to the more crazy part of the story okay yeah there's a crazier part yeah. you say a key moment came in 1860 when a trusted mississippi river captain george newhouse told twain a story about a courageous Jew who boldly saved a slave girl in a poker dispute between a desperate planter and a cheating, knife-yielding gambler. The mm. Jew killed the cheater in a duel and returned the slave girl to the planter's daughter, who had been her mistress, friend, and companion from birth. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> That's, um... Yeah. In the moral That's world, a of, complicated story. In the moral That's... world of 1860, returning a slave girl to her mistress rather than freeing her was an act of chivalry, and Twain saw no contradiction in it. Rather, the story led Twain to conclude that the Jewish hero was an all-around man, a man cast in a large mold. Well, 
you know, it makes sense that the Jew was defending property rights. <laughs> oh! oh! But I, no, I can say this because I am there. I am circumcised. <laughs> I got no foreskin to hold me down. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the, this article goes on to be, I think, more crazy. Um, what is this article? Where you just looked up Mark Twain and Jews? Yeah, it's the Jewish Virtual Library, a project. The of, Jewish Virtual, and it's just Jewish. about Mark Twain, Jews in America, Mark Twain and the Jews, and there's a, he apparently wrote a lot about him. Um, wrote a lot about the Jews. Yeah, in Harper's. It was originally going to be called Huck Finberg, and and he was writing in Harper's about the Jews, back in 1898. <laughs> lots of lots of think pieces about the Jews. Yeah, he, when's the, what's the last think piece that you heard about the Jews that uh, that I heard? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Um, <laughs> I guess I do a lot about Israel. I know. I, I should I should just write a think piece called "The Jews: Love them or Leave them." <laughs> <laughs> Probably about Israel. Uh, oh, actually, the last <coughs> thing I, I mean, really, it was like the. Um, it was the stuff that flooded New York and de Blasio not closing all the schools except not closing the shuls. Well. So, like, is that well. right? Should he not close the shul? I think he should probably try to close the shuls if he's closing the schools. I mean, the Orthodox uh, people are self-governing, you know? Mm. Nothing you can do about them. It's complicated. It's a little complicated. They got control over their own communities. You know, that's why... That's what's always weird to me. You know when conservative people bring up those insular, like, Pakistani communities in the UK, which, like, rape a bunch of kids and then cover it up? Mm. And it's like, the Muslims are doing this, and this could only happen with Muslims. And it's like, what are you talking about? This literally happens everywhere. Mm. There's, like, go to New York with the Orthodox Jews. That's all they do is it's a big rape cabal. But nobody ever gets caught because they're insular and self-governing, essentially. Like, talk about, like, places like Kyrgyz Joel. Uh, yeah, all sorts of... Any place where there is some sort of strange, self-governing, weird religious entity, there's gonna be a bunch of kid rape. You ever hear about the Pitcairn Islands? This is also one of my, one mm. of my favorite weird bugaboos. On, like, all of these weird Pacific islands that were settled by, like, Seventh-day Adventists, mm. weird British Seventh-day Adventists, like the Pitcairn Islands and places like that, well. that have, like, populations of 70 white people on the remotest Pacific islands on Earth. Like, there were all these scandals where all of the leaders, all the male leaders of the islands were raping the kids. Okay. Like, just, just basically every kid got raped by these seven male leaders on this island. I don't think they were Seventh-day Adventists, because that was a religion created. Maybe in... I'm making that oh, up. Well, Someone no, they was... were, they were, but were they British? Oh, they were. were they I retain more about the Pitcairn Island sex sex assault massacre. Sex, sex assault massacre. Uh, the Pitcairn Island sex assault scandal than I thought. But yeah, y'all well, should look that they up. They weren't British. Oh, they weren't they British? Were Where were they from? American. Okay, that's, yeah. I mean, even even so, well, they were what, white Well, that's people. what I was uh, confused about, because he said British Seventh-day Adventists, yeah. which is not... That, uh, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't make sense, yeah. yeah. They don't, um, they don't, but they yeah, don't the Pitcairn Islands. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's an insular, weird little religious community, and they raped a bunch of kids because they didn't have anyone to be accountable to. Is it Q? 
Hmm. Wait, is this a QAnon? Is Wait, it, what did you say about Q? Is this Q? Are this you, is Q. Are you Q? Uh, I, I think the guy who is Q probably lives on the Pitcairn Islands. Is this Q? What? What do I give a fuck about Christmas stuff? What do I fucking care about the Christmas? You know? Did you, did you see that video? Yeah, I don't know. Oh what my is god, that? Melania's uh, Melania's phone call was recorded, and she was talking uh, to someone, and she was like, "All these people make me want to do Christmas for White House decorations," and I'm like, "What the fuck do I care about Christmas?" <laughs> That's relatable. <laughs> it was so you know? funny. And people are like, <gasps> she said she doesn't care about Christmas. Uh, I feel sort of bad for Melania Trump. Can you imagine I, just actually, like... Actually, no. I mean, no. no. After, you should listen to this phone call because she goes on to being like... <laughs> she goes on to being like, and then they try to make me feel bad about separating children on the border. <laughs> like, what the oh. fuck? I just like to own the libs. <laughs> really? She yeah. says own the uh-huh. libs? And then, like she says, and then she's she like, says, and the libs are all crazy. They just want to hate me. So don't feel bad for Melania. So she's actually a dyed-in-the-wool conservative as well. I think she's pretty, yeah. I, think she's, I don't think she's trapped in a Republican White House being like, oh, get me out of here. I'm, a, I'm really a Democrat. No, yeah. no, no. I guess you'd probably have to, in order to suck that D, you'd probably have to be ideologically uh compatible mm-hmm. with it she's id logical that that's when the d <laughs> is uh attuned to your moral moral compass i'm looking at these moral books. it's your moral compass <laughs> moral compass <laughs> <laughs> the, wor- the grossest word is compass <laughs> compass you heard of a crane pie well this is a compass nice. It tells you which way's up and which way's down. <laughs> which because of the way how it's dripping. <laughs> Magnetic North is my pussy. <laughs> Let's say it again for the kids in the back. Magnetic North is my clitoris. <laughs> Such good bits. Mm. Such classic bits we have on this show. Man. But um Pitcairn. At the end of the day, yeah. what did we learn from this week of Donnie news? Um, it's it was hard. It's hard for me to uh, not check the news constantly now. Yeah, I'm just like, did he die? Is he okay? What is going on? Yeah, and it's that so, is also a feature of what's happening. I hate it. Yeah, waiting with bated breath to get out of this realm of uncertainty. But that that's what it is now. People are kept in a constant state of shock and confusion in order to uh, dull their senses and prevent them from uh, participating in any collective yeah. action. I can't you concentrate know, it's on the hyper-normalized world. Yeah. I can't concentrate on anything except for, like, check, 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 see, check and see, check and see what happened. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's like people will post like stuff like, don't be distracted. Distracted from fucking what? There's so much shit going on. Fucking California wildfires. Wildfire. Fucking Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro wildfires. Wildfire. Fucking wildcat strikes. Well, that's not happening anymore. Bolsonaro wildfire. Bolsonaro wildfire. Bolsonaro wildfire. Uh, Bolsonaro. I've got a Bolsonaro urethra. 
And Bolsonaro, he tanked COVID like three times. Oh, yeah. I don't think I don't know if Trump has that resilience. That man is a tank. Yeah, he can take it. He, he looks like evil Carl Sagan. Yeah. Looks like if Carl Sagan drank a bunch of evil juice. Well, apparently Neil deGrasse Tyson has a kick-ass motorcycle now. Great. Yeah. I hope he like he's just gonna show up at a bar and he's gonna correct people about various astronomical facts and they're gonna roll their eyes. Yeah. Um, is he is Neil deGrasse Tyson saying BLM? Is he a BLM guy? I, no, I do not think he is. That's funny. I don't. I don't <laughs> think he is. He's not that cool anymore. He's kinda, is he is he a bootlicker? He's, he's not a bootlicker. He's kind of lame now. He's just a lib, right? Well, yeah. He's kind of lame. He's like. A free speech lib guy. He's kind of yeah. lame now. You... He always was kind of lame. He always struck me as having this sort of like know-it-all vibe, you know. In a, like where Carl Sagan was like had this brilliant and sort of inspired and he, like he wanted you to learn. Yes, yes, my child, this is you. Yeah. You are learning. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, you. I'm smarter than you. You can take or leave my shit. I don't care because I'm like a big guy. I'm, I'm like no stars and shit. He sucks. I don't like him. I don't like it. I don't like space. I don't like thinking about how we're on a spaceship. I don't like hearing that actually we're all like passengers on spaceship Earth. Shut up. We're all stardust. We're all made of stars. No, 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 we're not. And that's stupid. We're made of meat. I'm made out of Legos. I am made out of Legos, too. <laughs> I had a tweet that I deleted because I didn't want to offend you, but it wasn't directed at you. It was. Uh, yeah, you don't have you, to worry about it. The tweet it. was like, um, quit being a baby man playing with Legos and get into something adult <laughs> like plastics. <laughs> That's, uh, isn't that the, the graduate? Yeah, it's like the graduate. Uh, frickin', uh... Legos are cool. Uh, cause this, and I, I, but I fully acknowledge I am a baby man well, there's for playing this, with this, them. Uh, this guy, Aubrey Huff, who's like this conservative, like, macho man. Who, Huff. Aubrey Huff, who was like... Aubrey Huff? Was like, That's crazy. So how many of you guys who play video games have even gotten laid recently? And uh, he's just trolling. He's just trying to, like, troll people. But Yeah. It's like, people like that, what, like... There's nothing anyone is doing that is more serious than what you were doing if you are into it yeah because well that's also just know. a weird line because who like video games are so mainstream that who doesn't play them it's right. like jocks have been playing video games for a long time you know yeah it's a bigger industry than movies now yeah you don't that's a weird thing it's like plenty of video game people get laid what are you talking about yeah it's like literally the most profitable form of entertainment. Well, now that COVID happened, it is. It has surpassed. Like movies are tank. Did you see that Regal Cinemas are closing every movie theater in America? That's they're that's the a second, lot. I mean, it was already an industry in, in decline. They're the second but, yeah. biggest movie chain in America. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they sort of i i feel like the theater industry did a lot wrong like it sort of doubled down on these incredibly high screening prices such that you had to like there there's no reason why you need to charge 15 dollars a pop for a movie um because it's like it's this gigantic it, it doesn't depreciate over time really 
I guess, you know, there's only like a certain amount of months that you can see a movie, but if ticket prices are lower, people are more likely to see it. Isn't that, is that correct? Or maybe just people don't value the experience anymore because you can essentially just get the same thing at home. It's the same. To me, the biggest thing is you can get it at home for, for way yeah. cheaper and um, you don't have to deal with, you can get anything. And you don't have to deal mm-hmm. with the high prices and going somewhere. Um, but part of why they had to keep charging so much is, like, they are locked in on a rent on a piece of property that the rent's going up, not going down. Mm-hmm. The quality of movies is, I think, the, you know, the big movies is going down as Hollywood just has to reboot and reboot. Did you see they're the rebooting The Witches? They're doing the witches. Yeah, the roll doll. Again? Yeah. Wait, not again. I guess there was only one movie yeah. with Angelica right. Houston, and now it's and it going to be Anne Hathaway. Movie. They just can't. Oh, that's but Angelica Angelica Houston was the perfect for that role. How can you improve on that? They don't care about improving. They just can't. They they don't want to hire writers. So so they just they don't give a damn about our properties. But they still do hire writers. They hire them at guild scale. It doesn't matter if it's an adaptation. If it's an actually no, I do think with the Writers Guild of America, it does matter whether it's based off of source material or whether it's original. Yeah, so you would know. That's but even matter. so, it's like a marginal cost for a big studio. But who who the fuck cares? It's just uh, we just need Ari the most Oscar. merciful thing about fucking COVID is it killed the superhero movies yeah, for a brief period. It has. It's great. Although I think they'll come roaring back. I don't know. I I think you know. We're past, I think we're past the superhero era because we're past the era of uh, blind authority worship. Or maybe not. Maybe that's too hopeful. But I do think, like, the superhero era is sort of emblematic of the Obama era. Mm -hmm. Because Obama was this technocrat that we could just foist all of our problems to. And the idea is that some people in higher positions are better equipped to handle the world's problems mm. than, you know, the braying masses, right? And I think, uh, ob- and Trump represents this sort of crazy side to that. You know, we can't put our faith in authority. It all leads to this. It's all like, it's all built on sand. So the idea of a superhero as like this vastly more qualified person that we can give our problems to is sort of crumbling Mm -hmm. that's no longer sort of an accepted and even like people believe that about the bush cabinet too that they could uh republicans believe that about bush Uh, they believed uh democrats believe that about uh clinton but nobody believes that about trump not even republicans only Mm -hmm. his weird sort of carve out of people and they don't even believe that he's competent enough or that he's an authority figure they just believe that i mean i guess a lot of them do but it's hard to believe they believe it with their whole hearts, you know? It's hard to believe they aren't aware to some degree that this guy is sort of incompetent. I mean, but don't you think that they'll just sort of... They can change that depending on the, the state of the world. And now that this world really is broken, seeming, yeah. they can just kind of change that paradigm and still have superhero movies. And I think they will. I think Mar- the Disney will continue. Like the Marvel formula may just change a little bit. I think also the popularity of the boys on Netflix is like uh, 
showing that people it's on amazon thank you right right it's on amazon uh yeah the meta evaluation of the superhero genre is sort of reaching a, a fever pitch mm-hmm. um where the 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 premise of the boys is that superheroes are actually a front for white supremacy you know uh, and uh, that's and i think you know it came out at a very good time because you know that's that's sort of the tenor we're seeing all of our the faith that we place in authority it turns out that it's all for the worst instincts of our society um, the hate is so, strong. Yeah, and that's what superhero movies are inherently authoritarian. It's an authoritarian argument. Yes. Like all of the Iron Man movies like pose an authoritarian argument. Iron Man is uniquely equipped as an authority to deal with these problems. Mm. Uh, that's sort of like the moral thing they all come down to is a very anti-collectivist attitude. What which I'm is learning why the from, MCU has bad politics. What I'm learning from history is that what it really comes down to is, I think you said this, is like favorable geography and the weather. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason General Washington was able to cross the Delaware River in, hidden from the British it's because a great fog descended, uh, enabling yeah, his retreat. Yeah, it's nature. Nature allows us to capitalize on our wrath, mm. Walden, but violent. Walden is violent. Maybe the thing. Maybe the thing is, is that nature is violent. So we don't to say Walden, but violent is tautological. And in you're right, because Walden, the violence is there all the time. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It's in our nature to kill ourselves. It's in our nature to kill each other. It's in our nature to kill, kill, kill. I only know that from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, oh, did you see that there's Tony Hawk? They remastered Tony Hawk for the computer? I know, it looks so good. Mm. I might have to get did it. Did you gonna get a PS4 or a computer? <coughs> I should get it. I should get a good computer because it can do other things. Yes. I mean, I that, think that's that true. a PS5 can't do. But it, oh, you're gonna, you're I, the last time we talked, you were gonna maybe get a used PS4. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't have money. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in the woods with a gun. Well, if you oh, and then uh, make sweet love to the gun and then have gun babies. Yeah, then yeah, yeah, have uh, come in the gun, <laughs> come in the shaft. I'm gonna shoot me down a house. I'm gonna shoot me down some yeah, trees. Yeah, shoot the trees until they're a house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Walden, but violent. Yeah. Mm. 